Hello and welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. And we are at thought 17 of the 17 thoughts, the 17 tormenting thoughts that God wants to heal. And believe it or not, I'm not reading these questions in advance. I am reading them as I go. Um, My mom sent this to me. I glanced at it um, and said, oh, you know, maybe I can do a show about this. And then when I looked at the first question, I was like, no, I can't. And then um, then it came and I was like, you are going to make this happen. You got to trust it. And so I end up doing it and I'm reading the questions as I, you know, open the episode um, or in or in the episode the the previous episode so when I did 16 I can see 17 and well no when I did 16 actually I could not see 17 but when I was scrolling up like saving episode 16 I there's like a ad in between them so I could not see 17 and so I see 17 now and I'm like y'all wouldn't believe you know I, I felt like 16 was you know something to do with you know your personal relation your personal relationship with God but here's number 17 and the tormenting thought of number 17 is the only time I feel loved is when the Lord does something obvious for me see you feel abandoned and forsaken when you want something from the Lord and it's not happening and then the only time you feel love is when God just, whoo, there it is. You needed it. There it is. And that's when you feel loved. I'm going to venture to say that you need to redefine love as you know it. Okay? Because there's a lot of things that can go wrong and happen to you that haven't. And it has something to do with the way God's love is set up. Not the way you define it. Okay, and so, you know, I think all too often we're looking around at other people and we see things happening for other people and it discourages us because we want that thing. We're so busy looking at other people that we don't see the things happening to us, for us, within us. We be missing it. And we got we got the nerve to be doubting to be confused, to be angry. Downright indignant. <laughs> you know, cuz you just be you be feeling like, hey, you know, I I go to church. I read the word. I pray. I do these things. I'm a faithful servant. You know, I know what I, I know how I know. I know how church people think. I know y'all, okay? <laughs> you know, like, I don't, hey, I don't do church the way the average person does church, but I used to. And, um, yeah, I know what it's like to have the type of relationship with God to where you're not happy unless he's doing something for you or unless something obvious, like they put it, has just happened. Unless I have something to show, I don't feel loved. And I, I'm going to question your love. I'm going to question your finicky love for God. If something has to be constantly 
proven for you to feel it. If you got to have the, the new house and the new car and the new job and the new things, if you got to look like things are happening for you, for you to feel loved, then I'm, I'm questioning you. I'm questioning you. You ain't struggled enough, apparently. Not to say that you have to struggle, but I'm just saying, like, that ain't faith. That ain't faith. Faith is the thing hoped for and not seen. Now, I could have jacked that up. I could easily Google it and make sure I said it right. But you know what? This is off the cuff. Right? And so... The things that are unseen, that you want, that you will like, that is the definition of faith. So your faith is weak. You have admitted that your faith is weak. So number 17, your prayer should be, Lord, my faith is weak. My love for you is in question. Strengthen me so I can be better, so I can thank you without a blessing. So I can trust you without a blessing. So I can love you without a blessing. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for everything you have done this for thus far. If you do nothing else, you have already done enough. I am grateful. Maybe I am weak in my gratefulness. Strengthen me there. I be doubting you, I be feeling forsaken, I be feeling abandoned because I always need a representation of a blessing to feel like I am in good graces and loved by you. Forgive me and this poor outlook on the love of Christ. Thank you. I really don't want to stop there, though. <laughs> I could, but I don't want to. This is the last question, and I feel like I can do a wrap-up. Because ultimately, all of these things, as I've said before, deals with the person. It deals with the individual who are experiencing these negative tormenting thoughts. It's it's the way they see things. It's the way they experience things. It's the definitions they have grown accustomed to. It is the lack of creativity. It is the lack within themselves to see it a different way. To understand it a different way. I'm not here to judge. If anything, I was here to relate because there are some things that I know I've experienced. Those, there are some thoughts that I know I have struggled with. So I wanted to do that because I know it gets really, really tough, especially as we go through a full year, you know, before we head into the new year where we either do or don't make a New Year's resolution. We want to take account for what has or has not happened. What did we change? What didn't we change? How did we enter this year hopeful? And where did we, you know, fall? When did we fall? How long were we, you know, you know, practicing good habits before we fell off? What did we do this year that we can show for and enter into 2020 with? What? What? 
Where are my results? Where are my results? You know? And so when you don't feel like you did what you wanted to do, when you don't see the change that you felt like was necessary at the top of the year um, and that you didn't really fight for, I understand you uh, question everything. And you then start, you know, cooperating with the tormenting thoughts. You, 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 you then, you even add a few you know, like, let me talk about some thoughts that I actually experienced, like, that I don't feel like were necessarily covered here. Like, I feel like I've talked about enough that I don't often feel like I am enough. I, I wish it was brought up, but sometimes I don't feel like I'm enough. I don't feel like I have what it takes. I feel like I'm out of my league. That's a real thought. Um, I don't, I can't say it's tormenting me. Because, you know, even if it is the case, I ignore it. Like, there's a lot of things I just learned to ignore, okay? Um, Another thought, that people don't see my effort as hard work. Like, there are some people where you can say, oh, you working hard. You, 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 are, you are hard working. And this is even at my job. Like, I feel like I do a lot, and I, I often feel like it's overlooked. And now that's tormenting thought. I feel like a lot of my efforts are overlooked. I feel like I'm looked at like somebody who is just um, doing just enough. And and it's not the case. That is a tormenting thought. I work hard. I work hard. You know, I, I am laid back. I am laid back. My personality is laid back, but I work hard. I work hard. And maybe the work is just hard for me because I'm so laid back. I don't know. It's not, it's not to be funny. I'm just I'm just saying like it is hard for me. I am working hard. I make sure things get done. I don't I don't let, you know, things go too many days without being handled. Like I'm organized to keep up with stuff like that. Like I've even implemented things to help my coworkers stay on top because I feel like if if person on the team fails the team is failing you know even if it's not my personal fault I want to make sure we are all doing what we need to do to support you know like and I work hard and when people don't call on me to do stuff I feel like they're judging my work ethic or my effort I hate being looked at as weak tormenting thought she's not strong enough tormenting thought she's not strong enough The devil is a lie. <laughs> I'm strong as I need to be. Okay. I just wanted to share things that um I struggle with, you know. Um, because you know, it, it is hard to to keep a I'm not gonna say positive because I don't think you need to be upbeat and positive 365 days. I do think you have to, you know experience your highs and experience your lows and you know reason with the reason you're feeling negative about some things and try to identify why you're feeling that way um example I remember working for this one company and you know just always being mad and you know upset and feeling like you know they just kept adding things it's just some you know sometimes jobs feel like they just keep adding tasks like they don't understand that they're already asking for too much. And so you're just somewhere frustrated. And then you got a reason with why you feel that way. 
And then you got to reason with, you know, even if you're right, like, how negative would it look if you voiced that, you know, things like that. And it's just like, maybe, maybe they know what it takes to get the job done. And maybe this is just what it takes. And ultimately, it's not against you personally. It's, you know, something that the whole company is working towards. And because you're in that particular position, that responsibility falls on you, you know. So it is just something that they're asking that you do because it needs to be done. And it's easier if you're doing it. And nobody has to come behind you and do it because it wasn't done by you. Or you're in position to get it done. You know, and it's... It doesn't necessarily make you feel better, but it, it, it may make you feel less picked on. You know what I'm saying? So, um, this is going to wrap up the 17 Tormenting Thoughts that God Wants to Heal. Um, shout out again to Jamie Warba. Thank you for being a vessel again and again and again. And um, thank you to my mother for, you know, sending these questions to me. Um, and, you know, thank you for listening uh, this was different. Um, I, you know, am kind of judging myself for, you know, every topic being an episode. But, you know, I wanted it to be an individual thing. Um, and that's just, you know, the way it worked out. And I hope, you know, this helps some people wrap up their year. Even if you end up listening to this in 2020, I hope it helps you, you know, you know, start your year. And whenever you're listening to it, I hope it does something for you. My biggest thing is that something I say helps someone. Something cuts a light on and, you know, gives you some insight or makes you look at something differently. That's all I really want at the end of the day. So, again, thank you for listening. I consider it your way of supporting me. Um, I've given up on asking people to email me, but if you can figure out how to get to my email, cause I'm not gonna waste my time, email me. <laughs> and if you would like to, uh, rate and review me on, um, iTunes, do that. Um, just thank you. 2019 was not so shabby for me. Um, I'm getting stronger and stronger and, um, I know God loves me. That's all I have. Thank you.